What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Overse episode 116 for Saturday, September the 3rd, 2022. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always by my dude, Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Rick here. I'm excited. I played a lot of games this past week, and we have quite a bit of stuff to talk about that I'm excited for. But let's start where you always start, man. Tell the people what you've been playing. I have Immortality. Yes, I know you're excited for that one. It's from the, the Her Story guy, right? Yes, is the new Sam Barlow joint. I'm not going to show any what footage here in the, in the, in the video. Oh. Because um, I don't know what to think about this game. Oh, okay. Other Wait, than what, what do you mean by other, that? Other than it's a phenomenal experience and you should play it. What I okay. mean by that is it is such a mind fuck that I just, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what I'm experiencing. <laughs> like it's incredible. So it, the whole yeah. thing, it, it revolves around an actress named mm-hmm. uh, Marissa Marcel, who between the sixties and late nineties made three movies. Okay. Uh, all of which never released. So okay. the whole premise of this thing in Sam Barlow fashion is you're scrubbing through videos, uh, clips of her movies, her um, voice, uh, voice recording sessions or like uh, uh, practice behind the scenes sessions, stuff. behind the scenes stuff. All the all the videos uh, con- contextualized by uh, it's not just they're putting like a camera somewhere and like there's like a disembodied camera watching everything. It's all contextualized as no, this camera's supposed to be here. Everyone's aware of the camera because because they're all actors and actresses. Yeah, they've inserted this camera in a way that the camera's like a character. Yeah, basically. There's a, there's a term for that, but I can't remember what it is. Like it exists like in the environment, in the canon of the story. Yeah, yeah. I don't so, know what the term is, but yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so you're just you're you're piecing together all these clips, and the the way you go from clip to clip is if you ever played her story, what you did in that game was you would like type a word, uh, like a yeah. search. You were searching for a query, and that word was like. Someone, something someone said in a video, and that's how you would get your clips. This does it a little differently. The way you go from video to video is you take a, you take a little image capture of a specific region of the video. It zooms in and says, okay, oh, you took a picture of this uh, microphone, and it'll zoom in, and then it'll zoom out to another video where there's a microphone in it. Okay, that's really interesting. I think it uses like some sort of AI. I'm not sure how they program this to work this way, but it'll just be like, oh, that's a microphone. You want to look at this microphone? Okay, here's another video with a a microphone and it might be the same microphone, might be a different microphone, but it'll search like microphone. It just, it knows that, oh, you want to look at the microphone, Uh, which is very interesting and very weird because you don't know where it's going to take you it's, everything's everything's presented in a chronological order so 
it'll, it'll, it'll date and time everything. So you know which movies came first and you know what order everything happened in. Okay. But you don't necessarily you don't necessarily know what you're looking for. Um, yeah. But as you keep watching this stuff, you you see you start noticing things. Things start happening and you're like, "Okay, what the fuck is actually going on here?" I think the big mystery is after like the 90s, she just stopped making movies and you're trying to figure out what happened and between even between those events some other stuff happens you're trying to like piece stuff together but i i don't even know what the fuck i'm i play for eight hours and oh shit <laughs> yeah no i got eight hours on the shit i still don't really under, stuff's happening i'll say that stuff is happening yeah. and i'm very interested but i i like i have no idea what's happening so yeah but the whole time I'm like, dude, this is crazy. This is insane. That's really cool. I want to check it out now. Like I never played her story, but I heard it was good. Do you recommend starting with her story or jump right into immortality? It doesn't matter where you start. Cause they're not, I will say her story is still, I think it's still a better experience overall just because so his Sam Sam Barlow's second game, which was Telling Lies, um, that game was also like more video focused. Her story is yeah. her story. The thing about her story is that it has much shorter clips. Everything's yeah. like mostly a minute or less. So, so it doesn't ask too much of you. It's just like yeah, yeah. There's a quick clip to digest. Really easy to. Yeah. figure out but immortalities are like a lot longer i take it then yeah and that was the problem that i had with telling lies which is that uh all the clips are like much longer and there's no you can like you can rewind and forward but if something happens in like the middle of a thing there's no easy way to just go like straight to the point you need to go yeah uh, so you have to just play it in reverse at normal speed and like it could take like two three minutes just to get to the point like somewhere in the middle that you want to go but it's not like a youtube video where you can just click on oh i want to go to like three yeah. minutes and 12 seconds you can't do that um which is frustrating that was a problem i had with telling lies because some of these clips are like super long and yeah they 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 really want you to like very hit specific things in these videos and sometimes it's kind of just frustrating to get to them. There's a, there's a quick, you can quick get to the beginning and you can quick get to the end, but anything that happens in the middle, you have to like just watch in real time yeah, or like rewind in real time. And it's just, it's frustrating. Um, the game's very buggy. Oh, really? It's I didn't very... think the concept, like, I, I would think the UI is pretty simple. Well, I mean, with the weird way it like, generates the video i guess it could be really weird there's a lot of room for error yeah there. well yeah it's it's uh i i didn't have any problems with the ui it was mostly like audio dropping out uh it's oh, mostly okay. like audio issues where uh, i would rewind it uh the controller like vibrates to signify like certain things happening or, or something yeah and sometimes it just would keep vibrating and i'm like what the fuck is happening uh, and then the audio would drop out and like, it would be like 
two, three times. I would have to pause it and unpause it to get the video back. But then sometimes like I pause it and unpause it. Oh fuck. It's still vibrating. Pause it. Unpause it. Oh fuck. The audio's not playing. Pause it. Unpause it. Okay. Now we're good. And then I would go and it was just super frustrating. Uh, it takes you out of the experience a little bit, but yeah. you said you got about eight hours in it, but you haven't finished it yet though. I haven't finished it. I don't even think I'm close to finishing it. Uh, really? There, there's achievements on play. It's on game pass and you can look at the achievements and it shows you your, your progress towards the achievements. And there's three movies. There's three full movies. I think full movies in the game. But each one of these movies has like so there's there's the movie itself, like they're filming the movie, and then there's all like rehearsals for the movie, and then like yeah. table reads for the movies too. Um so there's like three movies and it each has like the movie, table reads, and then rehearsals. So there's a lot of content in here. And I'm not even yeah, like I was gonna say. Yeah. So I yeah I played eight hours. I have no I- idea even what's happening, but I know stuff is happening, and it's just it's very very interesting. But uh, all in all, you're enjoying it though, right? Like you're enjoying the experience. So I'm far. very much enjoying it. Uh, some people are like it's like tens, tens, and nines, and tens. That's the reason I got it is because I was like, okay, people were fucking in love. Yeah, with it's this getting thing. like glowing reviews right now. Yeah. It's like insane. I would say uh, it's not a 10 yet for me, but I still well, think a story driven game like that. I'm sure like once you finish it, like that's going to like turn if it's a 10 or not. There has been moments where I'm like, this is fucking incredible. There's yeah. moments in that shit where I'm like, this is game of the year. But uh, yeah, there's, there's certain moments. I, I wish like, I don't, I haven't been streaming it because I feel like it's just something. First of all, it's a lot of, nudity there's a lot of booba a lot of uh oh, okay. vagine uh <laughs> oh shit it's a very it's like an erotic she makes erotic movies not necessarily oh, okay. like kind of not... the lead there a little bit <laughs> not necessarily like they're not like porn but there's just a lot of fucking in it so yeah like, like skinamax movies like yeah 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 i know what you mean so uh i didn't know that going in but as I like, didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as as you continue playing, you're like, oh, this is fucking I could fap to this. But uh so that's one thing to consider. Um but if you're other sensitive to that, that kind of thing, like that's good to know. <laughs> if you're sensitive to that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's just super. It's super. There, there's there's moments where I'm like, this is fucking incredible. But then like it bugs out, and you're like, this is kind of ruining the experience. Um, I just I, I hope they patch it up and 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 uh, fix some of those issues because it's like even like their feedback. They have a little feedback thing if you like pause the game and like it was like, hey, you want to report some bugs? And I was like trying to type in there, but every time I, I would put two characters and then like the input box would like D uh, like it would like defocus and I would have to like click back in the box every two characters. I don't know why. So I couldn't even like, I was getting frustrated with that. I was like, Oh fuck you. Can't even report the bug that I'm trying to report. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's buggy. I, I, 
I don't know, like, no one really report. I didn't, like, read a lot about it. I didn't watch. I just saw one thing. I was like, this is the greatest experience I've ever had in my life. 10 out of 10. And I was like, well, I have to, I have to check it out now. Yeah, a lot of great games that people, like, give glowing reviews to. I noticed don't have a lot of, like, no one talks about the little bullshit, like, in it. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not a game breaker for most cases, but... When someone's throwing out like, oh, 10 out of 10, game of the year, games yeah. like this only come out once in a lifetime. And it's like, oh, but there's a lot of little bullshit that I, I wish I'd known about going in. <laughs> Jesus Raves 93 says, I like the setup though. Shouts out to Jesus. Big ups. What up, Jesus? Oh, I don't know if it's Jesus. What up, Jesus? Jesus. I assume it's Jesus. I grew up Hispanic, so I always read it as Jesus. I could be reading the Bible right now, and I'll be like, Jesus, save the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's on Game Pass, uh, and it's 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 a it's a very incredible experience. There's just there's one clip in particular. I I, I want to like just clip one video out and just put yeah. it on on uh, like YouTube or something. But there's just one clip in particular that I was like. This is fucking incredible. And yeah. out of context, out of context, you could you could take a lot of these clips out of context and they could just sit on their own and you could just watch it and be like, this is so intriguing. Um, and there's one in particular that I, I kind of want to, it's like, I, it's what I assume is the very first, chronologically, the first clip in the game. You wouldn't find it first, but once you find like everything else, I think it, it I think it would be the first chronologically, and it's like so fucking. It's I I'm not doing it justice just by like saying because I don't want to show or say anything that would like spoil anything. But um, yeah, it's like some of these clips are just incredible. Like because okay, so uh, fuck, I didn't even explain like everything's presented <laughs> as if everything's presented as it would have been presented in the in the time so her her first movie was in the 60s so it's everything's recorded and presented and they're all like all the fashion and the um like like furniture video style like everything's presented and as it would have been in that time so that's really cool they they did the work to actually like dress and speak and have the hardware and the technology that they would have had at that time. So you get to see, I think her, like her first movie was the sixties. Her second one was the eighties and her third one was like 1999. So you get to see like some pretty big time jumps in the midst of all of this where you're, you're watching it and you're like, Whoa, yeah, they, they really, even like the, the format of the video changes, it goes from like four by three and 16 by nine and ultra wide and uh it's just it's really they took a lot of things into consideration to where i thought that this was an actual cat like person in real life oh really and because the way That's they present kind of it depth. yeah because the way they present it is hey we've taken these things these clips and we've re uh we've remastered and restructured everything so that you can uh view them uh and they kind of like lead you on that this is like a real person that they've reconstructed all these clips of which now that I've done a little bit of research I don't think that's actually true it's not a spoiler but 
Yeah, it's just that's it's, really it's, cool. It's a real interesting game. It's a real interesting game. It's on Game Pass. I think otherwise it's like twenty bucks, and I think it might even be on sale on Steam. Honestly, I, I can I can respect that. I can get behind like the effort that goes into like that kind of world building. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I can I can respect the uh, commitment to the bit. Like that's that's really cool. Yeah. Oh. It's really good. I'll check it out then. If it's on Game Pass, like yeah, fuck it, I'll check it out. Yeah, I've been. I don't have anything. It. it doesn't cost anything, so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's all. That's all I've been playing. So. That's really cool. I have to check it out then. I've heard good things about it. I've been playing. I've been playing quite a few games, dude. Like, yeah, you can see my list there. It's pretty long. Uh, I'm still playing Diablo three. The new season of Diablo three, man. It's like, it's got a hook in me, dude. I'm. Yeah, I'm fucking trapped in it. I'm playing it right now as we're talking. Like it sucks. <laughs> I'm like I'm so <laughs> addicted to it, dude. I don't know what it is. Like something about Diablo three. Like their seasons just they get their hooks straight into the pleasure center of my brain, and I can't stop playing. I was telling my dad about it, and he was like, I was using the word like addicted a lot. And he was like, Well, you don't sound addicted. Like you still go to work, get your job done, you take care of your wife, and. I was like, yeah, but just because I'm a functioning addict doesn't mean I'm not an addict, Dad. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, it's so annoying. Like, every, like, minute I'm not playing anything else or doing anything else, I'm playing Diablo 3, and anytime I'm not playing it, I'm thinking about it. It's, like, bad. Um, but, yeah, the new season's really fun. Like, if you're a big, big Diablo 3 fan, the new season's, like, really, really good. Um, I'm still playing Dragon Quest Eleven slowly but surely. I try to make a little bit of progress on it, like, at least once a week, so I'm not, like falling into that trap of like what the fuck was i doing i have to start the game over now you know what i mean like i get that problem a lot with like jrpgs right does i play it, it forever and yeah does it do the thing where because some rpgs still like do like a recap yes it, it does okay. um if you load the game up i never noticed it because i play on switch so i just like put in sleep mode pick it back up where i left off but you could actually like if you turn the game off and end it, you can pull it back, put it back on, and it has a little recap of like what you were doing, what was happening. So that that helps me That's a lot. Great. Yeah, it's really good. That helps me a lot because I play it like once a week. Um, but there's two new games I play that I want to talk about. One I didn't put in the show or the show notes because I just played it last night. Uh, Redeemer. I got that for like three dollars on the Switch eShop. I bought it like two weeks ago, but I keep forgetting to talk about it. It's a. It's an overhead isometric action game think of it like the batman arkham games mixed with like hotline miami <laughs> okay but it's got yeah it's got this like eastern kung fu movie look mixed with like robots and robot ninjas so kind of like mortal kombat like that kind of aesthetic this game is really fucking fun i got it for like three dollars on the eShop. i've heard good things about it before and i picked it up it's a fun game, dude. It's got a really aggressive combat system, kind of the Batman Arkham games with counters and um, finishers. And what's cool is that it, it, uh, it incentivizes aggressive play because you get health back by doing those finishers and executions. Nice. So it incentivizes you to like get up in there, get really aggressive, get hurt a little bit because you're getting it all back when you kill the fucking dude. And it's got separate skills for everything like your counters your attacks even your the guns you have you can get like abilities on them and they're pretty cool little bonuses so things like 
hold more ammo in the wet and the guns you pick up get more health back when you kill somebody um some guns have a chance to, like instantly kill someone like a one in like 20 chance or something so you're constantly like fighting you're constantly killing shit it's really really fun like i was surprised how much fun i was having with this game uh but it's not perfect though performance can get really really dodgy if a lot of guys show up on screen and there's a lot of shit on screen and it's not just a switch version i looked it up like it's just a problem with the game itself like for like steam versions of this game ps4 versions of this game have the same problem the same slowdown issue okay. so that's like a thing that could like if you're really sensitive to that i know a lot of people who like get really turned off with games like really aggressive slowdown this has it the slowdown can get really really noticeable really really obnoxious in some places but the game's fun enough that i kind of like forgive it so definitely check it out it's a hidden gem that i wasn't expecting that i think more people should hear about i think the normal price for it's like 15 dollars or something so it's not that expensive i got it for three and reading the comments on some reviews of the, of the game a lot of them i've got say that the game's been as low as like a dollar on steam yeah. so add is it to your wish list it's really is fun this new it's not new it's been out since like 2019 uh. So it's been out for a couple years it's not new new um but it is really really fun i like it a lot and again a lot of steam a lot of uh comments on a lot of a lot of uh, reviews i've seen a lot of comments have said that it's been as a bit it's been as low as like a dollar sometimes so add it to your wish list definitely check it out it's a fun game that i don't see a lot of people talking about right now yeah and it's really really fun um if you can get it for a cheap price definitely pick it up man there's no reason not to um also last night <clears throat> i made a last minute decision um i had like an awkward amount of time before i had to, before i was going to go to bed i didn't want to play diablo anymore i burnt myself out of it for the day so i downloaded and started playing destroy all humans the, the remake of the first game nice <laughs> excuse me yeah in honor of like the the sec the sequel coming out i said check out the first game because i never played it i never played destroy all humans before so i want to check it out and that game is a fucking blast, dude. Oh my god, it's so it's much great. fun. The first Shrug game is just so much fun. It's really funny. Got the dialogue is so goddamn funny in this game. Um, I got pretty far. I got a pretty good amount of time into it. I got to uh, this other uh, this uh, chapter where you fucked up a lot of shit. There's a bunch of crazy stuff going on, and the mayor is gonna like address the town to like explain what's going on he's ready to like spill the bees he's like yeah there's aliens they exist they're fucking our shit up so you like imitate him and speak on his behalf to calm everybody down and i was surprised with the because it gives you options to choose and there's a meter to make people happy if the meter hits like zero you fail the mission and the quite the answers you can give are things like discredit scientists um uh talk shit about like the neighboring city <laughs> uh blame communism <laughs> and what else it's like um oh act like everything's natural so like there's this one part where like the the, the cows are like glowing green because they're like radioactive and this guy asks you about it and he's like oh that that's like the healthy glow from the uh from our beautiful uh montana grass yeah that's what it is it's better than it's better than chewing tobacco i got some in my mouth right now <laughs> and everyone falls for it 
And I'm like, this is like really, really clever, like political satire. Like it feels very current. Yeah. And so I Googled like that exact scene from the original game, and it is like the same thing word for word. So I'm surprised like how well that little part holds up. <laughs> Just calling fake news on the scientists and shit, and like, oh no, it's all the actual, don't worry about it. The scientists don't know shit. They think they're better than you. <laughs> it's really, really <laughs> funny. Like I was surprised like how like how much bite like those lines still add. Um, especially like in today's like political climate. Politics aside, the game's like really fucking funny. Like every time uh, crypto says something, I'm fucking dying, dude. It's, it's such a funny game. He's just such an aggressive, like unapologetic. Like he wants to kill all humans. He thinks they're disgusting, and it's the way he talks. Like you get it. Like it's really funny. <laughs> Did you meet Coyote Bongwater yet? No, I haven't. Um, well, he might I, I just got the, past. He might be in the second game. I just got past that first little bit of it. And some guy was talking about like, so it's really funny because like early on in the dialogue, uh, one of the guys talking about like, oh, how come no one in like the town over said uh, whatever is having this problem? And the answer is like, oh, they're not real Americans. That's why everyone <laughs> just like falls for it. And uh, I guess my next mission is there because after that part was over, like I got a call from uh, like the, the overlord or whatever from the mothership. Who's voiced by Richard Horvitz from Invader Zim. Yeah, yeah. And he does like a fucking fantastic job of it. He's like, oh, did you hear that crypto? There's a town over. We gotta spread our influence to that next town. So I think that's where I'm going next. Um, but no, the game's like, it's super funny, dude. I really, really like it. Uh the gameplay is pretty solid still. The side powers work how they're supposed to. Um, taking um taking a holographic like costume of some of a person works out supposed to i don't really have any complaints on how the game plays like the game plays solid um i don't know how much of it they had to tweak from the original game because i never played the original one so i don't know how much of it they had to tweak for it but it works really well like it feels pretty modern a lot of the jokes i think they're pretty funny but i can see a lot of people blaming they don't they hadn't aged well and the game has a disclaimer in the beginning like hey a lot of these jokes are written like fucking 10 plus years ago so watch out if it offends you. That's like that's a smart I'm sorry. thing to put in. Yeah, yeah, but it's written in a very tongue-in-cheek way. It's written like like an alien wrote it, and you're a sensitive human if you can't handle it. <laughs> like it flat out says like oh. it might not match your human sensibilities. It's really that's weird. Really it's really tongue-in-cheek the way it does it. Yeah. Uh, immortality also has like a trigger warning in the beginning. It's like, hey, there's a lot of fucking in this game, and it's uh, presented in the fashion that it would have been presented like in the 60s so people had different opinions back then uh yeah yeah that's kind of what this one does oh i found it like the exact wording is humans of planet earth be advised while the experience has been upgraded the content and historical record of the original invasion of the furons remains a near identical clone the story words and images contained within may be shocking to the modern human brain <laughs> <laughs> that's like, very... i'm gonna buy yeah. this just for that yeah it's on Game Pass. So that's that's where I got it. Like, oh, okay. check it out. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. So save your money. Um, I, I thought it was really clever, like a really tongue in cheek way of like keeping in theme of the game while still letting you know, like, hey, you know, there's yeah. some stuff in here that might not fly today, but we kept it. So, you know, don't don't cancel us on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Jokes aside, like that is a good trigger warning, by the way, because like one thing I don't like about like a lot of trigger warnings in games, I understand why they're there. It's good to have a content warning there so people might know what they're getting into. 
but i feel like too many of them i kind of spoil the game you know what i mean like yeah 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 that was the thing like like i said immortality has a warning and it just bullet points all the shit uh drug use nudity fucking uh anal sex rape and i'm like okay <laughs> like come on let me let me let me be shocked when i see it <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. And that's something like I've kind of come back and forth with because half of me is like, you know, if that's something that really bugs you to the point where like it's going to ruin your whole fucking like week, I understand wanting to know ahead of time, like, hey, this shit's coming up. Yeah. But at the same time, like, if that's, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but that's a you problem, you should do the research first to make sure that I'm sure there's resources out there that has like full descriptions of like, hey, at this point in the game, you're going to see this, this, and this that bugs you. Don't buy the game. Yeah, I you mean know that's what, what I mean? you know. Like, it's kind of what the ERSRB rating is for, like on the. Well, I mean, you don't really have a box to look at these days anymore, but somewhere where you're like making your purchase, it'll say, "Hey, this has drug use." It's rated M for drug use and violence and gore, sexual content. Like it's all there, so I, I feel like they shouldn't really spoil it yeah. in the game and it's like hey yeah i agree like i understand like you know there's some things like sexual content can mean one thing but if your exact trigger is like rape or something yeah i could see like want to know ahead of time that's in there but at the same time i think like that that should be on you to like look that up like if i start the game up and it spoils all the stuff for me it's gonna fuck up my experience a little bit i don't know yeah. i sound i sound like an asshole because it's like why is someone else experience better than mine? But there's got to be like a happy middle ground. There's from a, like... Maybe they shouldn't. There's a. I keep bringing up immortality because it does this like exactly. But there's a in the main menu. There's a button. There's a menu option for content warning. But so if you choose, you can go into that menu and it'll tell you everything. But it's still like right before you start the game, it's still just pops it up it forces it on you like hey you're about to see some of this uh i feel like if you just leave it up to the player to just go into it themselves because the menu option is there it's the same thing that pops up automatically but if you do just want to know what's in it you can just choose to look at what's in it instead of being like spoiled on it yeah exactly like there's a middle ground to it that i'm not smart enough to figure out like yeah I don't want to give Call of Duty too much credit, but Modern Warfare 2 had a great way of that with uh, the no Russian level. Remember that? At the beginning of the game, yeah. it didn't spoil that. It didn't spoil it. It just said, hey, there's like a scene in here that's like very controversial. It's really fucked up. You can skip it if you want. We're not going to tell you what it is, yeah. but it's pretty fucked up. And you can skip. It doesn't tell you like, oh, there's going to be a scene where you're like killing innocent people <laughs> and you're going to see people die in a not very fun way and it's gonna bum you out like no it's just like hey there's a fucked up scene here that people think is like that might be uh triggering to some people if you want to skip it click it now we're not gonna tell you what it is but if you want to skip it click now and you won't see it <laughs> and yeah. i think that's a good way to handle it like you can kind of gauge yourself like hey if there's like some triggers out there that kind of bug me i can kind of gauge it skip it play it safe without like spoiling it for everyone else who maybe doesn't have that uh that same trigger i don't know like i said yeah. I'm, I'm not a i'm not smart enough to like come up with a perfect solution to it but it's definitely a tough thing to navigate yeah it is because uh, you know at, this, at the end of the day like i don't want someone who might enjoy a game to like leave this game with like ptsd or something or a reminder of like, yeah, a horrible yeah. event 
yeah but at the same time it's like you know if you go into the game it's like oh here's like a list of like everything that's gonna happen and when it's gonna happen so you can close your eyes it's like well that's that kind of i feel like i didn't really play the game then yeah <laughs> i know that ahead of time i don't know like i said there's a middle ground for sure but i'm not smart enough to come up with one um but yeah destroy humans it's really funny <laughs> again the jokes are really crass it's uh it's got a lot of a lot of humor that i i definitely could see not flying now but it preserves it it does it apologizes for it but it's still there so have fun with that take that as you will it's a fun game it's on game pass so it doesn't cost you anything um do we know if the sequel is coming to game is coming to game pass or not I do or believe sequel it out is. yet I think I don't know if it's out yet, but I don't know if it's out yet either. G Man Lives did a great review on it. That like, that's kind of the review that sold me on it because I was like, oh, I gotta play the sequel now, so I should play the first one. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's kind of what got me to like go and download it in the first place. And it's it's good. It's really fun. Like I'm having a lot of fun with it, and I want to play the sequel now. So I can't wait till either that comes to Game Pass or if it doesn't come to Game Pass, I don't mind like paying money for it if it's that good. Very good games. Yeah, they are. I kind of, I, I'm glad I'm playing them now. I never played them growing up. I never played them back in the heyday. But, I mean, now's a good way. To, everyone's told me that these sequels, like the these uh, remakes, are the best way to play them. So, I'm excited. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it so far. And I can't wait to play the second one. And hopefully we get the other games remastered or remade too, so I can play those. Um, moving on to the news. Uh, Xbox Game Pass Friends and Family Plan has been officially confirmed. Um, the plan's being tested in Ireland and Colombia, where it costs about £21.99, I don't know the increments for that, uh, in Ireland and Colombia, 49900 COP, which equates to like what, like, oh God, what is that, like 25 bucks a month? 30 yeah, bucks a month almost? They're extrapolating like $25 a month when it launches in America. So. Yes. Yeah. Well, that'll be cool to see then, because, like, Game Pass is a great deal, man. And, like, I've been trying to get people, more people into it. And if I can convince my brothers to, like, hey, I'll get this family plan if you guys want to pitch in for it. Just try it. Like, that, that's a good way to, like, sell it, sell it to people. Yeah. And the I, I guess the beauty of it is that you could you can get, like, your whole family on it. Yeah. Or, like, all your friends in on it, no matter where they are, no matter what they have. You get all the benefits of Game Pass, so yeah. It's like, hey, if you don't have an Xbox, you can just jump on your like PC and and play, you know, some Minecraft. Exactly. With me. Or, hey, you can just load up on your, get it on your phone, and just get on some cloud, and you know, we can play some some Halo or something. Exactly, because okay. I right now I play like I pay like ten dollars a month for just the PC subscription, but. $25 a month and I get everything I can share up to five people. I mean, you do the math there. That's like $5 a person. Like yeah. that's not bad at all at all. And it's great because users can only be a member of one group at a time. So if you invite your friends to it, they can't be on another friends like Xbox account. But I mean, that's fine. Why would you want to do that anyway? Um, yeah. But everyone has their own account, though, which is cool. So it's not like they have to log into, like, my Xbox sign-in. They have their own. And yeah. people can play multiple games at the same time, even play the same game. So I can, like, my brother and I could, theoretically, if I got him on it, we could be paying this $25 a month for this family plan. We can both be playing Halo Infinite together. 
Like it's really cool. Like that's really really cool. I like that. And I I've said this before, but Sony's making good, like very pro consumer moves, and I'm proud of them for it, dude. <laughs> yeah, you said Sony. I say Sony. I meant Xbox. Microsoft. <laughs> my bad. Uh, Sony's I, I been think like fucking up. The the way that people are doing it now, they are like sharing their account, like you know, like Netflix style, which like yeah. which works, but. That's the thing. I don't think you can do. I don't think you can both play at the same time if you do that. If you care about that, like there's some things that if you don't care about playing together or like get, getting your own like achievements or anything or your save files or shit like that, then you can just like share your account and that like that's you can share your, your credentials, your login stuff. Yeah, yeah. But that's but, just uh, so much easier. Like yeah, plus you can like makes it easier to kind of just like split the cost. Exactly. It makes it a lot easier for the cost. But I mean, Nintendo is already doing something like that with yeah, their Switch yeah. Online. There's a family plan for that, and that works the same way. Like, I have the the main account. That's my account, and then like my wife, my brothers, we all like piggyback off that one. So they have their own like Nintendo Switch Online account, so they just share it with me. Like, it works really well. Like, it's a really good good system. I can vouch for it that it works super well. So. If, Microsoft system is going to be similar. Yeah, it's a great idea. It's a great system, and I can't wait for that to launch here in the states. Like I said, man, Microsoft has been making some good, very pro-consumer moves, and I'm really happy with it. They make it super easy to play their games without breaking the bank. I don't even need their hardware to play the games because most of their stuff comes to streaming too. Like that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Look out of war, though. Oh, whatever. <laughs> jokes aside like I, we, we went on a whole tangent about this like last episode so i'm not gonna start that shit up again but yeah if you don't have game pass yet like you're fucking up like it's a great deal it took me forever yeah. to get into it because i was like oh paying monthly to play games like no i'd rather just own the game myself which is a really like dumb mindset to have and i'm glad like I ended up biting the bullet and getting into it because I love it. I'm not going to get rid of my Game Pass subscription for anything. It's gotten me so many great games I would have never tried, games I've always wanted to try, and I just pay a, a simple monthly rate, and I get all of them. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> $10 a month. I have access to every Halo game. Like, already, that like justifies the cost. <laughs> um, speaking of Microsoft, we got new games with gold, September 22nd. Uh, we got three new games dropping. We got Gods Will Fall, available between September 1st and 30th. Um, is this that, like... What is that? Is Gods Will Fall? Is that that, um... It's not God Fall. No. Uh, is it that, um... Oh, God, that Shadow of the Colossus-style game? Oh, no, that's Pray for the Gods. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what Gods Will Fall is. Never heard of this one. Take up the battle against the very deities themselves in this brutal action and adventure epic. The gods have lorded over the world for millennia, ruling with a cruel iron fist that demands unquestioning fealty. You and your fellow Celtic warriors are the very last chance for humanity. Grab your mace, test your spear, and sharpen your axe to battle horrific beasts and minions that dwell in hellish lands of each god. Your decisions can make you a legend, or you can be dust. You can be dust. That's a weird. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. I don't know what that means. You can be dust. Like, am I gonna die? You're gonna fuck me up? Is that what it means? Like, how do you not? But know uh, that it's means? a pretty cool concept. Like, you don't see a lot of like Celtic influence and stuff. Like Celtic influence 
it, Celtic folklore itself is like really interesting. There's a lot of like really weird stuff in it that like is yeah. so alien to me. I want to see more games and movies like be influenced by that because I just I just love like other cultures like what they their mythologies because it's so alien to me. Like you know we see the same like Eastern European stuff all the time. Yeah. Like medieval mythologies all the time. I want to see like weirder stuff that I've never heard of before. Like that's really cool. Yeah, like there was that one uh, Indian game. Yeah, that really dove into like Indian mythology. Yeah, which is like something I have no concept of. Like I have zero knowledge of any Indian mythology at all. So yeah. that's going to be really cool to play, and it would be really alien to me. Um, I love stuff like that because like other cultures are interesting, man, and to, to use to recycle the same stuff all the time like every game is like it's japanese shintoism or like sword and board like eastern rpg like yeah you know uh king arthur style like imagery which is cool it's fine don't get me wrong but like i want to see some cool shit and celtic mythology is a cool way to do it so if you have uh xbox live gold you can check that out uh double kick heroes is another game that's coming out september 16th october 15th uh that i checked that one out that's like a rhythm game actually it's like a yeah. a really interesting like zombie killing rhythm game so that's pretty cool check that out when that comes out uh thrillville is also dropping through september 1st the 15th um that one is uh it's a lucas arts game it's like a, it's a bunch of like um amusement park mini games so that's cool <laughs> And then Portal 2, between September 16th and the 30th. That game needs no introduction. It's Portal 2. It's probably one yeah. of the best games of all time. It's definitely in my top five. So check that out when those come out. Um, so we got a pretty stacked release there. I don't know if they mentioned this here, but they are ending... The, these, these are, this is the last Xbox 360 game. They're not offering Xbox 360 games and assumedly xbox original games uh in the service anymore it's just going to be xbox one games starting in october i think well yeah starting next month so this is the last offering of uh, i say i'm not surprised like i see some people being upset about it but sony ended like ps3 support for ps plus a long time ago so yeah the fact that Microsoft is still supporting 360 games for this long is really, really cool, but it's been a long time coming that they would discontinue that service, let's be honest here. Like they, they got yeah, well yeah, Sony did it, but the whole question was, okay, what are you like replacing this with? What are we getting instead then? That's true. Uh and the answer is nothing. Uh yeah. <laughs> so I if they do like if they don't replace if they don't give me two more Xbox One games then to replace the two that I'm losing, I'm going to be a little, yeah, I, I'm not going to feel any type of way. It's just going to be a bit of a bummer if uh, they're not adding anything in return. Yeah, I agree. That's something that's definitely a bummer, um, especially since like, like you said, you're not getting anything out of it. So yeah, there's taking away something. It saves them money. It's good for them. But what about me? <laughs> The cool thing about that them announcing that is they were like, "Hey, if this if you were here for that, we totally understand. Here's how you can cancel, and if you cancel now, 
We'll give you whatever time you have remaining. We'll just give you the money. We'll give you your money back. And most people don't like do that. Or, you know, they make it very difficult to cancel subscriptions. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool for them to be like, hey, we get it. It's shitty. And that's what you're into. Here's a way to cancel it. Yeah. Like that's really cool. Most people don't, like you said, they don't make it easy to cancel. Yeah. Most companies pretend to the fact that canceling even exists. Like yeah, it kind of yeah. doesn't exist. So, so that's really cool for them to do that. Another very pro-consumer move from Microsoft. Yeah. Um, moving on to Sony's offerings now. So again, some PlayStation Plus games, kind of pad out their uh, PS Plus subscription service. Um, so Essentials, which is their standard monthly free games, um, we're getting Need for Speed Heat for PS4. Grand Blue Fantasy Versus or PS4. That's a fighting game I want to try out for a while, and now yeah. I can. So I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna play that and have some uh, some thoughts about it next show. Actually, when are those dropping? I don't even remember when those are supposed to be coming out. Do you have a date for those yet? We should. If they already announced the game, so he's September sixth. September sixth. Yeah. It's, it's okay. In the, so it's in yeah. The yeah, there it is. These are it, they're okay, segmented so, yeah. out. So the difference between like Microsoft's uh, game announcements and like Sony, Sony's doing theirs in like one fell swoop, whereas like Microsoft's been doing theirs. I hope they kind yeah, of yeah, they spread them out. Yeah, same. Well, because they have like games with gold separate from their like Game Pass shit. Um, but Sony has theirs all. It's all in one. So, they're each tier they have is. Uh, they cover here, which is which is good. I like that. Yeah, that is really good. So they're, I like they're, that a lot they're, too. They're essential tier, the base tier, basically what it has been all the time. The three free games that everyone gets. Yeah. Is, uh, Need for Speed. We shouldn't have to explain it like this because now it's like more confusing, kinda. But yeah, a little bit. Not not much. But, it didn't hasn't really changed. It's still essentials. It's still is what they've been doing. And yeah, it's then, the default PS Plus subscription. Yeah, yeah. So that's Need for Speed, Grand Blue, and Toem. For PS Five, Toem's specifically for PS Five. You know that's a bummer. That sucks. Yeah, that is a bummer. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, I can see why they they do it, but like. You know, back in the day when I was like a huge Sony fanboy, a lot of those games they they carried out if it was multiple if it was multi-platform, you got all the platforms. Like I remember yeah. I would get games that came out for like PS3 and PS4, but if I had a Vita version, I got that Vita version for free too. Yeah, yeah. They didn't segment that out like, oh, this is only PS3, this is only PS4 enough. There's other versions of it on other Sony systems, like you got that version too. That's the thing that Xbox does. They give you all the versions. Yeah. No matter which version you buy, you get the new console version and you get the old console version. Yeah. Uh, so that's a bummer. Toem is actually pretty cool. If you don't have a PS5, you don't need a PS5 yeah. for that fucking game. That game will run on a PS3 if you really like wanted it to. But that's that's a bummer. But it's Tome's a huge bummer. Tome's on there. If you have a PS5, you can enjoy that. That game is on Game Pass, I do believe. That's it. That'd be cool to check out then. It's a humble joint, so I think. It yeah, is. Humble's been killing it, man. I don't think they've released anything like 
bad per se yet. So yeah, yeah. So I'm down for whatever they're, they're whatever they're releasing. I'm down to check it out. Uh, yeah. We also got the PS Plus Extra and Premium game catalog. This is coming uh, September 30th, September 20th. Now these are like, you know, they're they're next tier up where you can get a bunch of games to play. Uh, we got Deathloop, Assassin's Creed Origins, Watch Dogs 2, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, Spiritfarer, Chicory, Monster Energy Supercross. I can't believe that's a fucking game, but whatever. <laughs> Alex Kidd and Miracle World, Rabbit's Invasion, Rayman Legends, and Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. So some yeah. pretty cool games in here. Scott Pilgrim is a big standout for me. I love the Scott Pilgrim game, so it's cool to see that. Yeah. Uh, then their premium tier, which includes everything from the last tier and some retro games. We got Siphon Filter 2 for PS1, the Sly Collection for PS3, Sly Cooper Thieves in Time for PS3, Pentley's Hack Pack for PS3, and Toy Story 3, the PSP version, and Kingdom of Paradise PSP. I'm a little upset it took this long for Sly Cooper to get on the subscription service, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, that's not even the collection that was on PS3. There was a collection on PS3. I bought. There was a collection on PS3. Yeah, that's what um, I got. Has the easiest trophies on the planet. I mean, if you're looking for, oh yeah, if you're if you're a trophy hunter like I was back when like it was new on PS3, that's like Hooper collection. Fucking the easiest platinums you ever get in your life. You get like three oh, yeah. trophies just for starting the game. Oh shit! Okay, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you li you literally get at least one for like just booting the game. You get one for hitting new game, and then you get one for collecting one coin. I think I think that's. Oh wow! <laughs> oh wow! So, okay then. I haven't exactly. played it in a while. Like so, growing up, I played all the Sly Cooper games except for the third one, and I just never played it growing up. I don't know why. I just never got a copy of it. And so when the collection came out, I bought it specifically so I can play that third game that I never got to play. So I didn't even touch one and two again. Oh. Um, so I got I to go back and play it, though, because I do love the Sly Cooper games. Like, they're fucking great games. Yeah, yeah. And it's a bummer that uh, their fourth one, Thieves in Time, didn't do so well, because I would love to see more Sly Cooper games. I don't even remember. But we'll see. <laughs> I don't even remember. Yeah, Thieves no one remembers it. Jeez. Yeah, no one remembers it. I played it, and I don't remember it um never finished it though i don't know what it was about the game it just didn't have the same charm as the other games yeah. which is weird because it plays exactly like the other ones just better graphics and some new gimmicks i don't know why i didn't like really get into it maybe i should just give it another shot then because i own it on ps3 and vita so i should give it another shot then and see if i like it now but uh yeah that's that's a game that needs a comeback dude ratchet and clank has been doing really well with its like revival revival let's let's yeah. give uh sly cooper Let's get Sly Cooper another shot. Sly, that's a uh, sucker punch, right? Yeah, that's sucker punch, exactly. I mean, they're they're on the bigger, better things, man. They they might, I don't know, they've like moved don't, on. Don't give it the sucker punch, then give it to someone else. Like uh, the original team for Ratchet and Clank isn't working on the new game, right? Like Insomniac. Actually, I, I don't know. think they were. Yeah, yeah. were they? Yeah, like, I don't remember. I don't remember. Um. What else is Sonya yeah, worked on? I don't remember. Anyway, the point is, I would love to see some new Sly Cooper games. I get they're working on bigger, better things right now, but you know, let's let's get Sly Cooper at least like a remaster or so, a remake of the first game, like something. Yeah, like bring Sly Cooper to PS Five. 
Yeah, definitely a remake. Bring Sucker Cooper to PS5, man. I'm sure a lot of people will like it. Man, I was thinking um, remakes. Th- this whole Last of Us thing has got me um, thinking about remakes and remasters and shit. And yeah, I, I, I would love to see because I, I was talking about Ocarina of Time like a week or two ago and how bad yeah. it is. Yeah, I can I can objectively say now it's like one of my favorite games of all time. But like going back through it again has recontextualized yeah, it did not age well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it did not age well that game needs a remake completely just from and we got up. it with a 3ds game no no no, 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 no. that's a that's a remaster i'm talking about no so, it's yeah, not so, they completely the, redid the graphics they redid no, no, the controls no, no, no. Like... so that's so okay so this last of us thing has got has gotten people debating on what a remake is and what a remaster is because when not when they when they say a remake, what I what I'm expecting out of a remake is you completely change the fucking game. Like Final Fantasy VII remake is a remake to me, because they completely changed everything, including the story, to uh, and for the for the betterment of the entire thing as a whole, they changed every fucking thing. So The Last of Us part one is not a remake in my mind and from my from what i consider a remake is because they 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 severely updated the graphics cool and then made some like ai changes that's like quality of life changes for the better but it's still that game though yeah and that, that that's just a very bare bones remake i still consider it a remake for the sake of my definition but it's very bare bones in what it's remade yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that for most part, but they're still charging seventy dollars for that. That's <laughs> not. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. How you justify it? That is not worth seventy dollars. Like that's crazy. There's no fucking way. Yeah, I. There's some people it could be if you've not played it before. Once it hits if PC, you've not, if you've not played it before, sure. But even then, it's it's a ten year old game still. Like they they could clean it up as much as they want it's still a 10 year old game yeah so it's yeah. hard to justify 70 dollars for it um but no, i started thinking about it too because like a lot of games like i try to think of like other games that were remakes that kept the same like the the gameplay. ratchet and clank the ratchet and clank reboot that's a remake yes but then what do you consider like Super Mario All Stars on the set and the SNES, you know that remade That's Super Mario One for Three, but it completely redid the game though. They basically remade the game for SNES from the NES. You, I, I see, I know, I see what you're saying. Yeah, Ter- terminology wise, yeah, they made the game. They made the game again. They made the game again. They remade the yeah. game. So technically, yeah, it could be a remake by the definition of the word remake, but. It's still, they didn't like do anything. They didn't didn't, change it, yeah. Yeah, it's still that game. I like. I see what you're saying. Definition wise, it makes sense. But when I when I think of remake, I'm thinking, no, this is a completely different game, standalone from. You want something totally new from the ground up, like completely remade. Because all the mistakes that were made in the previous game, they've now inherited in the new game. 
and they, it doesn't really like you can make some quality of life changes but if it's still that if it's still grounded on that base game there's it's you've really not like what's the point then you know? yeah i think if you're reusing a lot of assets it's probably still the same game like like, like if i you know how like the halo like master chief collection th those are like remakes technically by the definition of the word because they've taken those games and just remade them in like a better engine all the textures everything graphically it's better uh but you know you can hit the select button and then you play the original that old game. Shit. You're playing that old game again. It's just yeah, good. the original game's still there. Like, yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. And like, there, there's got to be like a term for that. Like, there should be a term for like what Final Fantasy VII remakes doing, and what like Last of Us is doing. Like, there's got to be a term to, and then and then you know what remasters are. What we know is remasters. There's got to be a term for that. Like, in the middle. Or it's not totally made from the ground up. It's made off the skeleton of the original game. Yeah. With some quality of life changes, better graphics, not just enhancing what's already there. Yeah. Um, and that that's where it gets tricky because like they're not all bad. Like Ocarina of Time remake, I still think it's the best version to play Ocarina of Time. But that came out like what twenty years after the original game, so it justified paying full price for it. And even back to the Super Mario remake on SNES, that came out like eight years after Mario did, but you got all three games with it. So it, it's it's really it's what what Last of Us is doing is really really scummy in my opinion. Is it a remake? Yeah, by the dictionary definition, it is a remake. But to charge it the same price as like Final Fantasy VII remake, you know. To put yeah. it alongside that, like, oh, these are they're both remakes. Like, nah, they're not the same type of remake, though. Like, <laughs> like that's, that's the uh, for what yeah. I want out of a remake is like you everything's changed, including the story. Yeah, because uh, that's what like Final Fantasy VII did is like which people were upset about is they changed the story, and for the better, I think. And that's that's how far you have to go for me to consider it a remake. Is like no, you got to change the story too. Like everything has to change. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of things to it to like justify. Like I said, like the uh, Ocarina of Time remake is another example I have to keep going back to because it is by dictionary definition a remake, and it does the same thing Last of Us does. It's the same game with like a better graphical engine on top of it, some quality of life changes, some control changes. And it charged, you know, the same price for a new game when it came out. But the difference is, again, Ocarina of Time came out at the time, like, what, 10, 15 years? Yeah. No, it was like 15, 20 years. And it was for the 3DS. So I wasn't paying, like, a premium price for it. I, but the thing is, that, ga that game is still, it's still fucking Ocarina of Time. And that's the problem. Because yeah. that game is not good. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. good, but, like, it's good for the time that it came out in. I think if you're gonna like remake a thing, you have to consider the t where it where it came from and where we are now. Yeah, and I will argue that the Ocarina Time remake does a lot of fixes to it, but what you're asking for is like a total overhaul. Like, I want a total you overhaul. Want, you want a modern day Ocarina of Time, is what you yes, want. Yes, yes, because yeah, okay, so like again. that game was a a pillar of video game history. Okay. Yeah, that cannot be changed, but 
you i think that's a lost you know how people like movie film fans would say like citizen kane is like it's the most important movie ever made and you go back and watch it now and you're like what the fuck am i watching this is garbage like it's a bad movie but yeah the things we were doing at the time were it, it transformed the entire medium yeah. so that's the thing that's where ocarina is but then you look at it and you're like what the fuck is this like it's it's bad it's a bad game it's a bad movie it's a yeah. bad game you can go back and just redo it so it's like it so it holds up by today's standards that that game does not hold up that movie doesn't hold up that game doesn't hold up yeah i see what you mean like some people were like me for example when it came out i was happy with what we got for ocarina of time but that's because I'm playing the old game that I'm used to. But you want something new. You want have have Ocarina someone time today. Have someone play that game. Yeah, have someone play that game who has never played it before. Like find someone who's never played that game and have them play it now, and then count how many times you have to explain to them what the fuck they should be doing. It's like it's. It's it's like kind of frustrating because like we know these games like we've played them over and over again in our heads we're like yeah it's obvious you just fucking take the chicken and like you just wait out yeah. here in this field and it wakes up and then you can wake this guy it's like some of the stuff in that game is just bad it's just bad design by today's standards it could be done much better or they could just completely change it and uh it's it's like yeah yeah just like having someone play it who's never played it before gives you a whole new perspective on on just how yeah because you're talking about like your girlfriend was playing it right and she were like and then <laughs> having I, to like I justify just, the I, game yeah i had to keep explaining like okay so this is bad what we're supposed to do here is this this and this yeah and it's like explaining that i'm like you know what <laughs> I'm thinking about this in a different way now than I have. Yeah, you yeah. want something that completely like redoes it. Like you want a second shot at Ocarina of Time, right? Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. I would, I would see that. I would love to see that too. I think it's Ocarina of Time's old enough. Like Nintendo should give another shot. Just like, hey, let's remake it completely. Let's make a new game with it for modern systems. Yeah. I think that'd be cool to see. I don't think they will Awful. do that. They will never do that. Are yeah. you kidding me? Absolutely not. Nintendo. That's too cool for Nintendo to do. Yeah. Um, but it's it's fun to think about. Um, and some quickie news: uh, Halo Infinite split screen co op mode has been canceled. I honestly forgot that was coming. <laughs> yeah, there's some controversy surrounding Halo Infinite. Yeah, People there are. Um, not happy with this game. Uh, yeah, the Halo Infinite subreddit is like on fire right now. Yeah. <laughs> It's insane. Like, I can understand people being upset. At first, I'll admit, I was like, well, what's the problem? Like, co-op, split-screen co-op isn't that big a thing. But there are some people who bought it with the expectation that split-screen co-op was coming. Yeah. Which, you could argue, like, well, it's your fault for buying an unfinished game. Well, if the developer tells you it's coming, like, you can't fault someone for, like, believing them. Not only that, but uh, Halo 5, when that came out without co-op or without split screen co-op they were like hey we're gonna we promise all our future halo games are gonna feature split screen co-op i remember so that yeah when this launched and didn't have it they were like no it's coming guys and uh here we are what like a year later i guess yeah it's still that here 
Well, here forge mode's coming, coming, so that's cool. Forge mode looks cool, but I don't know if that's not to save it. I guess, like, their newest season is, like, getting delayed to shit, so a lot of fans are upset that the new season hasn't, like, dropped yet. Yeah. And on top of that, like, people are starting to realize that there's not a lot of content here to keep it going. Yeah. And the like, reason... I the reason they gave yeah. for all this is because they want to focus on the live service. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, Which, so. to the detriment, if someone can confirm this for me, because I don't know if this is true or not, but someone told me that Team Slayer, like Team Slayer Deathmatch, didn't release the game day one. Like, if someone can confirm that for me, because I, I, I haven't been able to look it up, if that's the case, then that's fucking bullshit, dude. That's like a staple of the series. So for little things like that to like not be available day one, yeah, and to come out later in patches, like that's really upsetting. Yeah, and it bums me out to see that it didn't launch with a lot of its staples. So yeah, uh, you know that's that's the state of this game is like it's an unfinished mess almost, and 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 yeah. I guess the only saving grace it has is that it is like the multiplayer at least is free to play. So. You know, it kind of gives them a bit of an excuse as to, you know, why or or how how they can at least get away with it a little bit. Um, I mean, a little bit, but the same time, though, it's like if you're, if you're playing it free to play, yeah, yeah, you really can't complain about a lot of it. You're getting it free, but yeah. if you paid for the game, <laughs> you know. I can Champagne. see the people being upset there, yeah. Um, I can see the people there being upset for it because, like, I'm I'm playing Halo Infinite, you know, and the campaign's still pretty solid. Like, I haven't played it in a little while. You know, I've played it for a bit. But I liked what I was playing in the campaign. It works pretty well. It's like an open-world game. Like, I liked what I was playing through. And it's a huge bummer that, like, we're seeing such a nasty fall from grace for Halo. Like... Ah, dude. It's, uh, it's getting review bombed on Steam right now, which yeah, um, which I I don't really support review bombing, but I like that the Steam the PC players are just as upset at this uh, removal of the split screen co op shit. They're yeah. just as upset as like a console player should be. Uh, which I like because it's they're, they're standing up for this injustice in a way that I'm like, yeah, you, this is I, I can know, get behind this, that. There's yeah. some solidarity here between the the Halo fans, which which I like. So which like the the worst part is like if they never promised it in the first place, it wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah, if they had come out from the beginning and been like from from the get go, like, hey, we're not. There's no plans I, to get split screen on it. No, it would have been a problem. You know, it would have been a problem. It would have been a problem, but it wouldn't have been as big a problem. Like, yeah, there's people who bought the game with the idea that split screen was coming, and now that that's not happening, like, there, yeah, there that's almost, a huge there's, bummer. There seems to be a new wave of old wave shit. Like, the the new thing is almost that people want the old thing back. Yeah, like. I, I I don't know what it is, but there's there seems to be a return to people wanting that old shit the way that they games were back in the days. I know it seems like there's this huge focus on like the live service shit and battle passes and 
loot boxes and uh, just content, content, content from like the like marketing perspective. But seems like what people really want is just like a good, good ass game, yeah, yeah a good ass game. But like how they were back in the days, which has me thinking about Splatoon three because it's correct me if I'm wrong and this is just the way it seems to me but it seems like Splatoon 3 is like it's about to nail what I remember like old games being it's like launching with everything that you could possibly want Yeah, it's got the split screen and it's got the co-op it's got campaign got it's got campaign, competitive yeah, it's got like everything no battle passes, no live service subscription shits, no coins and loot boxes and shit like that. Which is funny because, like, it is going to have, like, live updates. You know, it is going to get supported content, but you're not paying, like, a season pass for things. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy to me. That It's like Nintendo's, ad- like, Nintendo's slow updates to things. Or like, you know, like Nintendo lagging behind kind of put them in the perfect position to like, yeah, because <laughs> they haven't caught up with all the bullshit that everyone else is doing. Yeah, I agree. Like <laughs> That they've, they've kind of fallen into like the perfect predicament here where like I'm yeah. not considering buying a new Switch just to play Splatoon 3 on. Uh, yeah, which is crazy that like Nintendo of all people's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, it's, it's a part of it's like due to incompetence. <laughs> they waited so long to like, yeah, yeah, adopt like modern gaming strategies that it's kind of a, it's almost a breath of fresh air. It's yeah. almost like it's almost new and refreshing that they're they're sticking to kind of their their guns on this old design. It's it's new to which, be is, which is cool to see. Yeah, exactly. They're they're, they're kind of falling up right now with it, <laughs> um, which I'm cool with. Like I'm cool with it. Like task failed successfully, if you ask me, but. Yeah. Yeah, I'm considering it too. Like, I haven't played Splatoon two. I played a bit of Splatoon one, but I'm, I'm considering like buying Splatoon three to support this kind of like design. Like, can you yeah. imagine if Halo Infinite dropped with that? Like, it, it was a full yeah. campaign game, ready to go. We're gonna update it with some free shit later. But there's a whole last game here for you to play right now. It's just like they're focusing on shit that just doesn't matter. Like people yeah. don't give a fuck about. I mean, at least the vocal minority it seems doesn't care about it but it's enough people that it's like this is your audience man like this is your people you're what you want to please these people and and when you're just doing this other shit that they don't give a fuck about it's like what like what are you doing you're canceling this thing to focus on shit that people don't give a fuck about it's like not it's not a good move it's not a good it's move. not which is a bummer because like halo infinite is fun as hell like yeah yeah like, i don't care what anyone says i have fun with it like i have a fun i have fun with that game and it's a bummer that they're handling everything else around it so fucking badly <laughs> it's just all you have to do is make a halo game but they're too focused on making like call of duty game. or destiny yeah. or some shit so I don't know. I'm not. I'm not the biggest Halo fan. I, you know, I've only played like Halo One and Two, so. Yeah, I fell off after after Reach, so I never played Halo Four, Halo Five. Yeah. But you know, 
I play Halo Infinite and I'm like, this is like old school Halo. Like this, it feels like old school Halo when I play it. Yeah. Like it really, really does. It gives me that same feeling. I felt the first time I played Halo as a kid. Like I get that feeling from it. I don't know how that's going to hold up to people who've been playing Halo like every game since its release. I don't know how that's going to hold up for everyone else. But for me, at least, like, yeah, I feel it. I feels it and I love it. And I do like what I played on Halo Infinite. I did. I do like the multiplayer I played. I like the campaign I played. There's a fun game there. And if they had just focused on making a good Halo game at its core, you wouldn't have these problems right now. It's such a bummer, dude. It's such a bummer. Uh, and then it doesn't give me faith in Microsoft or like Xbox as a whole. Like they've got all these studios under them. And just oh, let yeah. this happen. Let letting this happen to their flagship uh, gives me no hope for everything they've acquired and everything they've got coming. Like Starfield, I, I was I was that. I was super yeah. excited for Starfield, and I'm like. But you're letting this happen to Halo. I just can't imagine what you're letting happen to like all your other I shit. Diablo didn't even and... think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, I didn't even think about that. That's something to consider now. Shit. Like I was excited for Starfield too, but you know, you're right. If they're, if they're letting this happen to Halo, like what chance does Starfield have or like Diablo 4 have now yeah. that Microsoft acquired them? Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that's in my head now now i'm sad <laughs> <laughs> like i was like i used to defend it like oh no they're under they're under microsoft now microsoft really cares about their shit but this is yeah but now halo. like yeah this is halo and uh i don't know man this is sad that's all i can say this is sad as shit yeah. it's a huge bummer god so, damn it i'm mad now <laughs> we'll, we'll see we'll see where this goes maybe they uh, it's going to take a lot of work, a lot of time, I think. Even if they do try to turn it around, it's they've got a lot of the shit to make up for. So, Yeah, they do. It's we'll see. I don't, I don't foresee this. Yeah, I don't foresee this being like another Anthem situation, but yeah, I don't foresee it being a No Man's Sky situation either, though. So no we'll Man's see what Sky, happens. if anything, they prove that miracles can happen. You can turn the thing around. Same thing with like uh, Final Fantasy Realm Reborn. Yeah. Like it's really a comeback story. So it proves that it can be done. It can be done. So. Yeah. So we'll see what they do with this. Um, some more quickie news. I wasn't so much of a quickie, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, this, this has a lot of like. What happens here is like a good indication of what, where the industry is going. So. Yeah. It's good to talk about it. Um, moving on, we got a new Assassin's Creed announced. Assassin's Creed Mirage is the next Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. Um, they're going to talk more about it, the Ubisoft Force September 10th. Yeah, we got a new Assassin's Creed game. This looks, looks kind of like it's going back to his roots, man. It's got a... That's it's got what... an actual assassin now. Like okay. Here's the... Okay, so I've, people have said that, and I'm like, what, what, what info do you have to like say that it's going back... So I'm going with how the game is presented. You know, no one else notices the assassin in the background. His, his hidden blade is like on full display. He's about to fuck someone up and they don't see it coming. Yeah. It doesn't seem like they're leaning on the like Combat action shit. heavy. Yeah. yeah. At least from the trailer, like it looks like there, there's some like attempt there to make him look like an assassin. Yeah. 
So we'll see. I'm going just purely based on the marketing material here. I have no insight on the game itself. For all I know, it could just be Assassin's Creed Valhalla again, but set in Persia. So we'll yeah. see. But well, I've, I'm kind of getting the vibe that. I've heard yeah. people say more like, yeah, they're, they're finally removing all like the RPG bullshit and they're going back to their roots. I'm like, where? what info do you have? Yeah, I have no info on that. Okay. <laughs> I have no insight on that. By going back to the roots, I mean, like, it looks like they're focusing on stealth gameplay again, or at least, like, assassin iconography. Yeah. You know? Because in the last couple of games you got, they're not assassins, you know? You had, you had a fucking Viking. It was the yeah. farthest thing from an assassin <laughs> you could think of. And then before that, we had, like, a Spartan. Yeah. And then before that, like, an Egyptian warrior. So... Yeah. Again, very, very fucking far from Assassin as you can get. Not that those weren't so, good games, though. Those were they weren't, good not that games. they weren't good games, but you know they weren't like Assassins. Like I haven't yeah. played Assassin's Creed in a while, but I saw that and I was like, that's not an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, yeah. It's it looks fun, but it's not Assassin's Creed. Um, again, that's just a, that's a me thing. That's a me thing I noticed. Yeah. Uh, for all I know, a lot of people could. How, what's the opinion on that new direction they take? Do people like it, or why well, do some of the old, some of the old guard like appreciate it? Like, no, what's they, you know what the opinion is? You mean like the last three games? Yeah, like what's the old guard opinion on people, it? Do you know yet? People loved. People absolutely loved that first one. Uh, orange oranges. Origins. Yeah, people loved yeah. that, and then uh, Odyssey. They were like, it was like good. It was well received, I think. But I think people, the problem people had with most of those games, the length, they were just super, super long and padded out. Oh yeah. So, and I think uh, Valhalla was the straw that broke the camel's back. Not that it was bad, but it just had. It was just extremely long. And yeah, it had a bunch of that like Ubisoft padding, that Ubisoft open yeah. world padding. Yeah. So yeah, I can see that being a problem. Yeah. So again, if this, I don't know what info people have on this one, but again, they're saying that it's like going back to basics. This is it. This is the Assassin's Creed. You've been waiting. You like Ezio, right? Well, fuck. Yeah. You're going to like this one too type shit. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know where this is being said or shown, but yeah, um, I'm not getting that vibe from this at all. It looks like from the, again, from the market material, they are like, it looks like they are trying to like reimagine it as an assassin game again. Yeah. It's based on the market material, but I have no idea what the game's gonna play like. I have no idea if the RPG stuff's coming back. I don't know about any of that shit. So yeah. it, almost it looks, looks uh, like it looks yeah. like from the image they're showing here, it looks a little like Prince of Persia almost. It does look a little like bit, yeah. Just from the the setting, it looks a little like like old school Assassin's Creed. Like uh almost looks like a like Dubai or like Arabian somewhere. So yeah, exactly. So that, that, that's the vibe I was getting from it. That's where, where I was coming from when I was saying like, it looks like it's going back to basics. I'm talking more like aesthetically. I have no idea what the game's going to play like. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens with it. Um, but yeah, that's set. We're going to get more details on September 10th. So, you know, by then that's uh what is that? It's a Saturday. Uh, it's going to be like right after our show. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be uh, right after our show next week. I mean, we'll we'll be here. I'll I'll do the show, and then whenever this starts, we'll probably I'll probably just go live with this too. Yeah, we just hop on with that. Yeah, yeah. that's not a bad idea. 
Uh, we'll, we'll get more details on that next week, but you know, I want to see. I'm interested in it now. Like, I want to see what they what they announce with it. I'm probably not going to pick it up. It's not going to get me like into Assassin's Creed. I have, I've never been into Assassin's Creed, but yeah, it, I like seeing cool shit. So we'll see what happens with it. Um, NetEase acquired Quantic Dream. Yeah, I've never heard of NetEase before. Who is yes. NetEase? So NetEase is a Chinese uh, game publisher, I guess. Oh no. Okay. Like uh, like Tencent. They're like Tencent, but worse. Not worse. They're probably equal in terms of <laughs> Tencent's a lot more prominent, but NetEase just they make like Chinese like mobile games, <laughs> uh, and, like MMOs and shit. Basically, they're everything you hate about Chinese games is NetEase. Oh, no. (laughs) They're like, I mean, Nexon or, or, yeah. So, uh, they, they own Quantic Dream now, which What do they want with Quantic Dream, though? (laughs) Like, it doesn't sound like, I guess, like, the tech. Like, Quantic Dream is, is like, they're good at tech, you know? So, yeah. That's all. That's that makes all, sense to yeah. acquire that tech for their own games. Like it makes sense. Yeah. I was sitting here thinking like China, like had some sort of interest in like narrative point and click games, but yeah. <laughs> no, nah, the tech makes more sense. And we'll see what happens with it, man. Like, I like talking shit about Quantic Dreams because they're an easy target. Like their writing's really shitty. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. Quantic Dream doesn't have the best writing, and it's really easy to shit on them. Um. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with this. Like. Hopefully with this acquisition, what? they'll be able to purchase some writers. <laughs> Hopefully. Or at least someone over here that can be like, dude, you can't do that. That's dumb. Come on. Yeah, yeah. You have robots singing slave songs. Are you serious, dude? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I that's thing I don't about like about, like, you forgot about that? Yeah, because, like, I didn't forget about it. I remember it because it was well, so fucking I... dumb and ham-fisted. <laughs> I don't think I saw that in my playthrough. That was a thing. Someone told me it was a thing, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. I never played the game, but someone told me that was a thing. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. So I looked it up, and yeah, it's a thing. Like, the whole point of, like, um, Detroit Become Human is supposed to be, like, an allegory for, like, race relations. But it does it in the most, like, unsubtle, ham-fisted way. It's, like, borderline embarrassing. <laughs> like, I've, yeah. I've seen clips from it where I'm like, oh, my God, there's no amount of context that can make this, like okay like it's so obnoxiously in your face <laughs> i don't know i i like shitting on them because uh i i feel like quantic dream wants to do like hideo kojima writing without understanding why hideo kojima writing is like so good <laughs> I, I would you know argue I, mean? that, I would argue that kojima's writing is terrible but at least like it's terrible but it's like tongue-in-cheek terrible like, yeah yeah it's like entertaining it while yeah. being terrible at the same time it's like tarantino shit like tarantino at yeah. least his shit is like good writing but it is it's entertaining at the most that is the best way to look at it like it's kojima is like tarantino and quantic dream is like tarantino but they think they're martin scorsese <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's Tarantino without the self-awareness. Like, there we go. That's yeah. the perfect way to describe it. Um, I, I shit on Quantic Dream every time they come up, and it's for that reason. Their writing's fucking terrible. And I'm really upset they got a Star Wars game coming up, because I'm like, oh, what yeah. are they going to do now? 
Yeah, they're doing that Star Wars thing, so... Yeah, we'll, they are. I, we'll, this is, yeah, uh, watch it be, like, an unsubtle, like, reference to the Holocaust. Just watch. I'm calling it right now. It's gonna be, like, some unsubtle reference, like, some fucking tragedy. <laughs> I'm banking on the Holocaust, but it's probably gonna be something else. <laughs> well, but the, the thing about Netties is, like, they make these, like, bullshit-ass, like, mobile fucking micro-generation yeah. games, so... I, I imagine they're gonna do something like, oh, you want to upgrade your lightsaber? Buy these uh, crystals. Oh, you can get a pack of fifty crystals for nine ninety nine. That's the best deal. Like type shit. Like that's what I'm expecting, because that's the type of shit that they do. So I it's just... gonna work for like a narrative driven game, but we'll see. Um, yeah. Plus that that deal was locked in before Netties bought them, so I don't think they can do anything about it, right? I don't know. I don't know. Like coming out for another like at least another year i think that's like a 2025 game or some shit yeah, so. i don't know i don't know i'm not like i'm not a lawyer so i don't know what like the deal is with this no, i'd like to assume so netties has been yeah. they've been they've been invested in quantic dream for at least a few years it says in yeah. this, uh three years ago they invested in quantic dream so they've had okay. their hand in the pocket for for a while now so they just enough. now put their ring on it then yeah yeah okay we'll see what happens then like <laughs> i don't know like there's i again i like shitting on quantic dreams so they're not like a developer I'm, I'm like scared to see go yeah i don't know if netties can really make them worse i'm super mean to quantic dream i don't mean to be <laughs> it's just make a game that impresses me and i'll stop being mean to you um <laughs> Oh, Which, I don't want to sound like I hate them. Like I think Heavy Rain was pretty solid, despite like some of the the dumber melodramatic stuff on it. But like that was the last like Final Dream game I played. That was I feel like, like I'm the only enjoyed. one that liked Beyond Two Souls. That was like my favorite of theirs. But I never played Beyond Two Souls. I've heard it's like filled with a lot of like undercooked melodrama, but I haven't played it. That's the only game I haven't like. I don't yeah. have an opinion on one way or the other, but I've heard yeah. nothing good about it. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what Quantic Dream does. Um, if they do, if it does fuck up their development of the Star Wars game and makes it even worse than it already is, like, I mean, it's no skin off my nose. I, I was kind of expecting the Star Wars Quantic Dream game to be bad anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm I'm dumb, but I'm not like I'm not an idiot. <laughs> like, I I don't expect that <laughs> game to be great. You can make a title of the show. I'm dumb, but I'm not an idiot. <laughs> It's funny because I, I say the same thing, <laughs> but I don't think I've ever said that like out loud. What I, I just like say the same thing in my head. Like I might be an idiot, but I'm not a fucking dumbass. <laughs> I stole that from um, Preacher. You ever seen Preacher? There's a no. scene where this guy's like, there's a scene where this guy's like, I'm stoned, but I'm not high. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of where I stole it from. <laughs> He's like, you don't shit in my, don't shit in my hand and call it gold. I might be stoned, but I'm not high. That's <laughs> what he says. Um, <laughs> no, Preacher's a good show. If you guys, if no one's seen it yet, check it out. It's pretty solid. Um, much better writing than anything Quantic Dreams put out. <laughs> okay, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, moving on, moving on. So that is it for our quickies. We got some new trailers, new chills in the Borderlands. Got an official gameplay reveal trailer. Um, I don't know how I feel about this because it's supposed to be like it is yeah. supposed to be like that Telltale style game, right? But style, yes. But they've made so this video they put out was like it's like eighteen minutes long. I watched the whole thing. 
and this it's it's I'm not I'm not completely sold on it yet, but I will say there's moments in here that I like kind of chuckled at. Like the characters are not I don't hate them. I yeah. don't hate them. There's uh, there's a, there's a level of charm to this that I can appreciate. The writing's not as obnoxious as like Borderlands Three was. My God, Borderlands Three! Uh, it doesn't even get. It doesn't even like reach like Borderlands Two levels. It is more. It's still stupid, but like as a person who I like stupid shit, so I can appreciate a little like stupid joke here and there. It's the like problem not. with Borderlands Three is the jokes are dumb and bad, but they don't think they're dumb and bad. Like the game legitimately yeah, thinks yeah. those jokes are funny as hell, and yeah. that's what pisses me off about it. Like someone thinks this writing is good, and it's yeah. not. And yeah, that's why I like Borderlands One because they kind of lean on like how dumb it is, but Borderlands Two and Three have no self awareness at all. Um, yeah. That's why I didn't play Tales from the Borderlands. Did you tell me it doesn't have that problem? Like the writing's like legitimately good. It's legitimately so. good. So when you come to this and it's doing like the dumb, stupid shit, it's like uh, it's not, it's not really what I'm here for. But I can I can accept it if it's like a good story. What they chose to show here is not a great segment to show in terms of like story, like what I want out of like a story game. It just shows like the characters interacting with each other and then like whatever hijinks they run into. There's two main yeah. things that I want to talk about here though. There's like a new gameplay mechanic uh, called Vault, Vault something, Vault Landers, where it's like a it's like a fighting game mechanic that uh, doesn't look very good, but. I guess throughout the story, you pick up these uh, collectible uh, figurines of like characters in the game, and you run into other people who have these figurines, and you can battle them, like a fighting game. But it doesn't, it doesn't look very fleshed out. Uh, it doesn't look like I guess you can like win or lose, but it's like not. It doesn't look like you're actually like fighting. It just looks like a QTE thing. Like, yeah, um, I was seeing clips of it on Twitter, like out of context. I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was like a quick yeah. segment in the game. I didn't know it was like a, a recurring mechanic that you'd be it, like dealing with. It looks with. recurring because after they do this, it says you've now unlocked the this mechanic, and uh, you can just you can get collect you can get these collectibles and you can fight them. And I'm like, how does this work? It just looks like a QTE game. I'm not totally sure what the thing is here it's like not really a fighting game but they're making this whole thing yeah you get a new figurine to use in future matches when you win so you get whoever's figurine they use i guess kind of like triple triad from uh final fantasy 8 yeah or like gwent or something but it doesn't look i need to see more of this because i'm not sure how you lose it just seems like a QTE game. You just, if you just lose a QTE, is that it? I don't know. I was hoping it was more like a fighting game and less of a QTE shit, but whatever. Um, so that's one thing that's like new. It's like, okay, it's like kind of interesting. And then there's like, there's like a new enemy type. Uh, they almost look like the Geth from Mass Effect. I was noticing that too. I was like, that's that's a Geth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
they don't really they don't have a name for it. It's just a new enemy, so uh, looks interesting. So I guess you know the game is gonna focus around this stuff. But like the any other segment of the like the the segment they chose to show here is just not very interesting. So I would like to see more story happening instead of just like hijinks. Yeah, I, I want to see more story too and see. And I've never played the first one. I need to because you got it for me, and I haven't touched it yet. Yeah. Um, but. I know your big concern was like how this connects to the first one, and I'm not seeing anything on it here, doesn't. at least from it doesn't. me that it does. It, it doesn't said this is a spiritual successor to that game, so. Oh, well, aside, that's a bummer. Aside from being in the same universe, because all, you know, Borderlands is, exists in a universe, uh, aside from that, it's not, there's no connection. Or there might be some way they tie it into like some of the characters that were in Borderlands 3, like Reese and. Uh, Vaughn and shit, so but uh the good characters like Fiona uh I don't know, they're just not I don't know if they're gonna make it's it not there. <laughs> yeah. But this looks okay. It looks okay enough that I just wanna check it out just for just to get an idea for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we'll see. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe. We'll have to wait and see though. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. With the hiccups, like crazy. Yeah, I'll have to wait and see for that whenever that comes out. And some new trailers. You got a new overlook, overview of Sonic Frontiers. Gotta say, I'm still not impressed with it, dude. Like, uh, I, uh, I want to play this just because I, uh, it's, it's, it's weird because like I love those Sonic Adventure games. I got on the Sonic when everyone was getting out of Sonic. Like okay. when everyone was jumping off the ship, I was like on the ship entirely. I was like, dude, yeah. this Sonic the Hedgehog is like fucking dope. <laughs> and having not <laughs> played not having played those old games, I was like so my first foray into it was like Sonic Adventure and I was like, This is incredible. Uh ten year old me loves this. Uh yeah. So but like the things I love about Sonic Adventure are not like this is not it. Like I like how stupid those games were, and this doesn't look as stupid as those. But at the same time, it just looks like Fantasy Star Online Two with Sonic in it, which has yeah. me intrigued in a whole different way. <laughs> so hey, you're telling me that that it has like these Fantasy Star Online like aesthetics. Like, look at this. Look at the PSO two trailers because that's what that world looks like. And then tell me they just didn't put Sonic in there because they did. And I'm like, I'm here for it. So, like, if, like, Pioneer... I definitely see it. I definitely see it. Uh, yeah. Like, if they have, like, a Pioneer 2 just fall out of the sky, I'm going to be like, we've, we've reached, we hit full circle here. So, <laughs> I'm I'm intrigued with this just because it's, like, different. It's, like, something new. From Sonic too, that you know they've been kind of just stuck in this this hole of like what do we do with Sonic, and it seems like just another one like we don't know what to do, so we're just gonna do something different again. And this is, I don't know, it looks it looks different at least. So yeah, it looks. I'll give it that. It looks different, but 
don't know. I haven't been excited for a Sonic game like ever. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why I'm kind of like whatever with it. But we'll see if something does come out of this that's actually worth playing. But I don't know, man. <laughs> I'll wait till the reviews come out for sure. I'm not going to pick this up day one or anything like that. I'll definitely just wait for the reviews. Yeah, God, I haven't been excited for a Sonic game like in such a long time. I don't know if anything will ever get me excited for Sonic again. If they put that's not they, true. A good game. Yeah, if they, they call this game. if they if they call this Sonic Adventure Three, I would be like, well, I'm excited. Well, like, there it I, is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> but the fact that like they need to call it something that we already recognize and love, like. You know, no, that's the thing. It well, doesn't but... like it's not. It doesn't have the the essence of Sonic Adventure. Like what I'm looking for out of that, of something like that, is like a guitar riff. You know what I'm saying? With some lyrics behind it, some yeah. cheesy lyrics behind it. Like that's what I'm looking for. Is like that alt rock, and like the the music is like Sonic Adventure to me. Uh, yeah, it's like the, the there's an essence to those games that you just don't get out of any of the other games. Yeah, and that's what I'm looking for. Is like the the cheesy soundtrack and and the like the unintentional cheese. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, I can see that appeal then for sure. I don't know. Like, we'll we'll see when this comes out. Then I'll wait for the reviews. Maybe it'll be good. It'll be worth it, or maybe it'll be worth picking up on sale. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see for those yeah. reviews to come out for it. Because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking a chance on that game yet. <laughs> um, we also got a villain trailer for River City Girls too. So let's talk about a good-looking game. Yeah. Um, I like the first River City Girls. I never finished it because it was on Game Pass, and I picked it up like right when the uh, when they're about to take it off, so I never had a chance to finish it. So I might end up buying this game, the first one again, just so I can get into it and prepare a second one. Yeah. But River City Girls is so much fucking fun. And yeah. this sequel is just focusing on that. It shows off some of the villains, some of the combat. Different. Uh, it looks cool. Different art style than the uh, first games. More of a pixel art than the uh, like two. The first one had a pixel art style, right? The first one was more like anime look. It, it was more like drawn, like kind of like hand drawn, almost like. Uh, like I think the cutscenes were, but I think the gameplay was still like. I thought the whole thing was, but maybe so. maybe I'm wrong. I, I'm seeing more direct reference in this to like the old River City games. Like some of the level design is like straight out yeah. of River City. Uh, where is it? Like the, the the part where it's like uh, where it's got like the 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 hole in the ground here. Like that's straight out of like. Oh River yeah. City. I'm excited for this game. I think it's a controversial opinion to say I'm excited for that. That game actually looks like it's going to be really fun. I love me a good beat-em-up, and River yeah. City Girls was a fantastic beat-em-up. Yeah. So, yeah, I, for one, cannot wait till that comes out. I'm definitely going to pick that up, play the hell out of it. Yeah, it's probably going to be a day one buy for me, if I'm being honest. <laughs> let, me, let me see the original, just to make sure that it was... Uh, yeah. That art style was, was different. Oh no, it's okay. No, it's the same. Yeah, it is the same. Yeah. I think you're thinking of the Streets of Rage Four that had like a hand drawn art style. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, now going up to releases, we got uh, September 6th. Biomutant is coming out on PS5 and Xbox Series X, so there you go. There's a chance to upgrade to the next-gen version of Biomutant or play it for the first time if you've never played it before. Yeah. We also got uh, Circus Electrique coming on PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One. Um, that is a story-driven RPG, of all things. Like a turn-based RPG. Steve it's Park. really trippy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a steampunk turn-based RPG. I can get behind that. This actually looks pretty cool. Don't know if I want to pick it up quite yet. I gotta read some more stuff about it, but I love me a good charming JRPG, a turn-based RPG, and this looks like it's doing it. We also got Temtem releasing for PC, Switch, PS5, and Xbox Series X. This is that uh that Pokemon, that multiplayer focus Pokemon clone, right? Yeah, Pokemon style MMO. MMO. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, I'm expecting this to, uh, fuck some shit up in terms of just, uh, it releasing on the Switch and being, uh, an yeah. MMO. This is the, it's, it's been an early access for a long time. So now it's finally releasing, uh, yeah. in, in 1.0. So it's coming to the Switch. I mean, it's coming to everything really. And I'm just, I'm curious to see what how this uh fucks up the 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 game man i'm expecting this to change the game are you seeing the reviews on this on the steam I, it's page mixed. it's mixed on on yeah so i'm reading the reviews and uh the the first one the most helpful is a uh, really negative yeah uh battle pass is no place in a full price game which if this battle pass is in this i'm gonna be a little upset but the second review with 460 hours on record <laughs> it's like Pokemon, but gay. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> Recommended. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking funny. Yeah, recent reviews have been mixed, but overall, it's pretty positive, despite like the recent mixed reviews. I don't um, have an issue with a battle pass as long as you don't have to like, as long as there's no premium tier in a in a game you paid for. I'm fine with a battle pass. Like, Halo Infinite has a battle pass. That's a free-to-play game. Uh, yeah, but this game is not free-to-play. It's like forty dollars. But I don't. If it has like a if if the battle pass is free, I'm fine with it because then it just rewards you for just playing the game and not like having like an exclusive premium battle pass or you get extra shit from. Uh, oh, these are the guys that made Immortal Redneck. What the fuck? So when you say like battle pass, like you're referring to like seasons, like like seasonal yeah, releases, yeah, yeah. seasonal content. Well, it gives, yeah, it gives you a reason to play the game. Yeah, so th these are regularly. battle passes. So that, that assumes to me that like yeah, this is a paid battle pass to like get that content without playing it. Uh, well, most most games have like they have a free battle pass. They have two tiers basically. You get the yeah. one that everyone gets. And then they get like the premium tier because it'll and then it'll like show you, oh here's the free shit you get, but look at all the shit that you could get if you paid so, for the. Correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't Fortnite have a system where like every season, like oh here's like the seasonal stuff you can get, or you can pay a battle pass and get it all right now? Like isn't that how Fortnite operates? Well, it's all the same. It's all, it's the same shit. They just call it differently. 
Yeah, but it's not like paying for it gets you extra shit. It's just it gets you the same shit, but now. No, no, that's it, right? that's different. Okay, so okay, so that's different. That's well, no, it's the same okay. thing, but it's a different thing though. It's all so right. The, explain. The, you have the battle pass, right? And that's the thing. Like, oh, hey, you've you've leveled up. You've got level three now. So here's the shit you get at level three. And then it'll be like, yeah. oh, here's all the premium shit. You can get level one, level two, level three if you uh, pay for the premium pass and then all the shit you can okay. get in the future. But then so you can... it's different content then. It's not yeah, yeah, like... Yeah. You can't unlock the... it naturally. You gotta pay for it. Right. But then what they do is, oh, if you want the tier, if you want the level 50 right now, just give us like 50 bucks and you could just skip all this and get everything right now. So you can skip, you can buy levels for the pass to just skip everything. And that's the other thing that they do. So okay. they'll have like the free thing and it'll have like 50 levels on it. But if you just want all the levels, you can buy the levels uh, or you can buy the premium tier and then level it up by playing. So it's like, it's shitty. What, what I'm saying is there should be no purchasing at all. It should just be a free thing that you just get just from playing the game. No side purchases at all. Yeah, whatsoever. okay. Okay, so I if don't it, know if how it's it in the paid game. game at if all. it's in the paid yeah. game, yeah. I, I don't know how it operates. Just having a battle pass doesn't really tell me anything because a lot of games, I think you could do it uh, ethically. Eth eth is that ethically? Ethically? Yeah, ethically. Yeah, ethically. ethically. There's an ethical way to do it in a paid game, I think. Uh, so just saying it has a battle pass doesn't really do much for me. I need to know how they're doing the battle pass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I need to know how they're doing it too. Probably once it comes out, like I'll do some more research on it, see what the reviews say. Yeah. Because I don't know anything about this game like at all, really. So we'll see when it comes out. Um, I hope it does enough to like shake up like Nintendo. It probably won't. I doubt it. Pokemon's like one of those things that's too big to fail. I think anyone can come out with like a Pokemon like competitor now, but we'll see. Um, I think the, the the big thing is like at least releasing on that platform, like releasing yeah. on the Switch is big. Like a lot giving of them, people the choice too is good. Yeah, a lot of them are just only on Steam. You got a lot of choices on Steam, but a lot of them never come to the the Switch. So it's like yeah. Yeah, so I'll have to see with that then. Uh, now that it's available, people can like buy that alongside or instead of the latest Pokemon games. Like, yeah, we can see if it actually makes a dent at all in Pokemon's like overall growth. I doubt it. Like I said, I don't think yeah. I think something that Pokemon's too big to fail. But yeah, it's cool to have that choice there. You know, someone who wants to take the Pokemon formula and do something different with it. But we had some other releases too. Uh, the Tomorrow Children Phoenix Edition is dropping on PS4. Um, that game came out forever ago. I'm surprised it's getting like released again. Like, what was the problem with that? There's like a licensing issue or something. What happened with that game? Um, I'm not sure what happened originally. I think it was just there just wasn't enough uh, support for it. Really, it was a very niche game for a very niche audience, and. Yeah, it was like a city builder survival game. Yeah. But even then, it's like a really weird way that it goes about it. I can't really describe. It's like, it's yeah. really hard to describe. 
it's very hard to describe the the mechanics were just very just different very different yeah very obtuse and uh like all the items were like temporary everything breaks so like you had to like pay real money to get like the good shit but it can it contextualize it in the game by there's this like communist communism like motif in it yeah like a hammer and sickle yeah yeah so you yeah everyone gets all the same shitty items but the players who pay for the good shit like you can see who paid for the good shit uh and it just like contextualized it in a way that was pretty unique and uh it's just a very unique experience it's very different than anything else so like when it went away it was kind of a bummer because it was like man this is a very cool game it's doing different shit uh they bought their license from sony so they own their own game now and i guess they repartnered with sony to at least like get it back on the platform and they're going to be getting on pc as well at some point that's good so that game would work really well on pc like yeah, the pc yeah. audience would eat that up like that'd yeah. be that's a really good pc game like pc audiences are used to like kind of weird like obtuse avant-garde games yeah i'm using a lot of verbs to describe this game it's still not getting like the idea across <laughs> of how weird this is <laughs> um but yeah you just gotta play it like this is kind of game you just gotta play to like really understand and get it get the hang of yeah but yeah we'll see once it comes out though like i put a lot of time like a... into it yeah i remember so yeah, I remember. I'm hoping that my old save still works, or like I'm not sure what to expect from it. To be I was honest, I gonna say, would you even remember like what to do? To, I like, remember pick up where you left off. Oh, like, I remember. You remember? It's, yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, it's it's such a unique experience that it's kind of like unforgettable. But yeah, there was an emphasis on like work. It's a city builder where you have to like work together, and all your contributions are like tallied. So whoever contributes the most gets like the most rewards back. Oh my so, god! Uh, it's like that where it's like, yeah, no, I. You you have to actually like run on a treadmill and you have to like do the work. Like you can't like idle and just like let it happen. Hamtaro says, "Ah, oh, yes, comrade." <laughs> yeah, it's like I played it's that like game a- like once with you, I think, like when it first came out, and I was like, "This is fucking weird." I Maybe I'll fuck- get back into it since releasing it now. Like I might yeah. get back into it. I played the fuck out of this game, dude. It's very cool very cool so very trippy play it high yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good way to do it i mean if it's that weird like maybe you gotta be under the influence of something to like really understand it or like really get to get best in it yeah oh you're never gonna understand it but it's just it's fun either way <laughs> well it's coming out again like september 6th so go check it out yeah uh, we also got Train Sim World 3 releasing on a PS, like PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, and Series X. Yeah. The uh, the kids I... call this game TSW. TSW. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these, these simulator games are like super popular. I have no idea why. Like, um,. Yeah, there's a there's a people love trains. Uh, there's a thing about trains that people love that I never understood, but 
it's basically like if you if you were in the trains like as a kid and you had like a little train set like this is probably your shit like you probably salivate over this um yeah yeah people love trains just as much as people love you know planes and like cars and shit if you really think about it uh there's i don't know there's something that really people enjoy about different forms of transportation. And so I don't see why trains would be any different, you know, trucks and shit. Yeah, so. it's, just, it's, it's surprising to me to see these like simulator games. It's not my cup of tea, you know, it's not like, I'm not the demographic for these games. So outside looking in, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is the obsession? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just don't get it. I'm too yeah. old, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to see some actual gameplay from from these uh, trailers here, but we're not really getting Same. that. But. Yeah, not getting that at all. But oh well. Uh, September eighth, Adventure Academia: The Fractured Continent coming out on PC. We got Black Witchcraft coming out on PC. BPM Bullets Per Minute: The uh, First Person Shooter um, Rhythm Game coming out on Nintendo Switch. The Fox Awaits Me on PS4, Jack Move on PC, Steel Rising for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X. I don't know any of these games except for BPM, so I have nothing to say about them. Yeah. Um, Tower Princess for PC, Switch, PS4, and White Day, a Labyrinth named School then for Nintendo Switch, PS5, and Series X. Again, I don't have any opinion on these games. I've never heard of them until today. Um, um, I'll go back <laughs> to Jack Move real quick. Yeah because right. that is a um that looks interesting it's like uh it looks like Mega Man Battle Network almost kind of a Oh, I've heard about this. I yeah. have heard about this. I saw like I saw ads for it on like Facebook and Twitter. It was really weird. Yeah, the art style looks really cool. It's like a like a turn-based cyberpunk JRPG. But you're right, it has this like Battle Network style gameplay to it that's like really interesting. Uh, really digging the art style, almost. Like, yeah, same. Present like an anime, almost. It's very cinematic. Yeah, like an old anime. Yeah. Like, it's like an older anime, but with like modern touching. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it's hard to explain. It's like an older. It's like an older anime was was done in digital cell animation. It would look like this. Yeah. <laughs> like it's really cool the way it's being done. I liked it a lot. This really like high. This is a good. This is high presentation on this. Oh, there's a demo. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Um, yeah. Check out the demo for sure. But yeah, gameplay. Like you're right. It's like kind of like Battle Network. Yeah, I I want to check this out. I haven't like played those Battle Network games in quite some Me time. Neither. So I've never played them. Period. So oh, really. Yeah. People tell me I'm missing out, but. I don't know. <laughs> uh, there's like 12 of them. You just play one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone uh, tells me. But yeah, this looks cool. I might check this out then. I've actually heard about that one before, so it'd be cool to check out. Um, For last but not least, we have September 9th, NBA 2K 2023. That's coming out for PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. Yeah. Not much to say. It's another NBA 2K game. Same day, though, we're getting Splatoon 3 on Switch, baby. That's what I'm talking about. 
brave them releasing Splatoon 3 on the same day as NBA 2K. <laughs> I don't think that's going to affect their sales, really, if I'm being honest here. Like, people <laughs> who are already set on Splatoon 3 are going to play Splatoon 3. Anyone who's set on NBA 2K23 is probably not buying it on Switch. <laughs> yeah. Um... That's going to do it for the show, though, everybody. Thank you to everybody for hanging out with us, being here with us. We do this live every Saturday. Uh, Wasabi, man, tell people where they can find us. Guys, go to GameRiverse.com. Go to GameRiverse.com slash Twitch. Go to GameRiverse.com slash YouTube. Go to GameRiverse.com slash Discord. And, uh, you know, chat with us. I'm going to be playing video games. I'm going to be playing more Immortality that game is fucking insane and uh yeah just uh video games video games all day every day all day all day every day air day all yeah. day air day all day so yeah <laughs> um yeah that's uh that's, that's the show it. everybody thank you everybody you know you know where to find us everybody be cool be excellent to each other get vaccinated if you can and uh, yeah, be safe. See you guys next week.